0: Now in its third year, it's A Yank on the Footy with Craig Wessels, talking about the greatest game on the face of the earth. Sit back and enjoy, everybody. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 184 of A Yank on the Footy. I'm Craig Wessels coming to you from Sandusky, Ohio, and thanks for giving this episode a listen. In this episode, I am going to be sharing with you a quick interview that I did about 10 days ago with a couple of gentlemen who were involved with a club that had a very interesting streak that they were involved in. I talked about them in a previous episode and was absolutely thrilled to be able to talk with them. Now, don't forget that if you are interested in having your local footy club get a shout-out during an upcoming episode, be sure to drop me a note via email. footy at gmail.com. You can shoot me a note on Messenger, on Facebook, or on Twitter, or through Instagram as well. I love being able to highlight the local clubs throughout the season. Today's club of the episode is being sponsored by MickAussie.tv, and MickAussie.tv is run by Kim Harrison, or as he's known here in North America, MickAussie. And I've had Mick on for the last uh, few episodes uh, to tip the upcoming games, and he'll be joining me in the next episode as well. Now Mick has spent the last couple of decades uh, running his sports comedy channel, talking about the AFL, the NFL, the Canadian Football League, as well as uh, other sports. He also appears regularly on the Sports Grid TV channel with Gabe Morenci, and today's club of the episode, I kind of took a little bit of a a detour on this, and this was my prerogative here, I I owe Bobby Brown a quarter for that one. But today's club of the episode are the VFLW Premiers, the Essendon Bombers. And the Bombers won their premiership last weekend, defeating the Southern Saints 6-6-42 to 077. And a And of Barbo won the Lisa Hardeman medal for being best of field. She had 18 disposals, 18 tackles, and 7 clearances. That uh, sounds a little bit like something you might see coming out of Fremantle there. Now, like I said, while I generally end up highlighting local clubs, uh, I wanted to congratulate uh, Canadian footballer Kendra Heil and American footballer Danny Marshall, uh, both members of the Essendon VFLW side. Now, I had both of these uh, terrific ladies on the podcast in recent history. Danny was on back in episode 19 when I had just started out and she was a member of the bulldog. She's now on the, uh, bombers AFL list. Uh, and I had Kendra on in episode 129. So again, Danny was in episode one nineteen, 19 and Kendra in episode 129. And what was interesting is I actually had Danny's father join me in episode 160. And, uh, his name is Doug Herring. And, we had a discussion about what it's like to have your, your child being a professional athlete playing a game that they love on the other side of the planet. Now we have uh, a lot of uh, interesting things going on. The uh, AFLW fixture was released. Uh, Some great efforts from some, some clubs this week. I'm not going to get into a full blown review that in this episode, I'm just going to be honest with you. I did not have the time that I typically have for that uh, in order to get the the work done on that. And I didn't want to do a, a poor job of putting one of those together. Uh, so I, I was very impressed by the efforts of both Essendon and St. Kilda last week. Did not tip either of those games to go that way. So good on you Saints, good on you Bombers. Um, you know, I did tip Port Adelaide against Fremantle as well. That was a pretty close game. I think I got the uh, Collingwood and Suns game wrong as well. And, I, and I'm going to tell you, you know, the one other thing I wanted to touch on here, and I'll get back as to why I didn't do the review episode this week in a moment, but I, I have to tell you, I the Suns are not my club of choice that I support, okay? For those of you that do know, that do listen, I am a Geelong supporter, but I love engaging with supporters from all 18 clubs. But I would have to say, and, you know, I'm going to kind of throw Mick under the bus here. Uh, they kind of poked fun at Mick Aussie uh, a couple of weeks ago on uh, Gabe Marinci's show about his, you know, having one CFL club as his favorite, then his second favorite, then third favorite. And they made him run through the entire league, uh, which, which you know, Mick took it in stride. But uh, it, was, it was really funny, though. I, 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 I just look at the, the Suns as, you know again as as the outsider looking in and I know there are a lot of people who are still adamant about there not being an AFL club in the Gold Coast in Queensland that it's you know maybe that should be the club that makes the trek to uh, to Tasmania and does a name change or something of that nature uh, but I think for the health of the competition it's a really good thing to see the suns playing very Solid football, uh, winning some close games, losing some very close games as well. They've lost a couple of close ones here recently. I believe they have Richmond coming up this week uh, at Metricon. so a, a huge opportunity there as well. No Dusty, uh, no no Nick Blaston uh, who's suspended this week. But the, the the thing that I was I was thrilled to see happening was that uh, there's been speculation, and I and I speculated it here on this podcast that well where is Alistair Clarkson going to be buying his new house along the Gold Coast? And I actually went on one of the realtor websites and found a a beautiful home that was for sale on the Gold Coast. It was right on the water. Oh, it was only about $7 million. Now, I don't know if that's, I have no clue if that's outside of uh, Alistair Clarkson's price range or not. I, I don't know, but uh, i certainly out of my price range. Uh, but, uh, you know, I... I I guess I, in many ways, disrespected Stuart Dew by doing that. And uh, Coach, damn thrilled to see that you got that contract extension, to see that your club is playing for you. I have said, and you can go back and find this in other episodes, I have said recently that I, I think that that relationship that the Suns players are having with Stuart Dew is not that different from the relationship that much of the Brisbane list is having with Chris Fagan. Now they've not had the same type of success yet, but I I, I honestly, I think that, you know, the Suns may not make finals this year. They've, they've got to start rattling off some wins to, to start closing the gap a little bit and find themselves pushing their way up. but, This is a club that is up and coming, and they may not be there this year, but I have a feeling, I have a feeling that I will be finding a spot in the 8 when I do my predictions for the the 2023 Cup. I have a feeling that I'll be putting the Suns in there. Now, I said two years ago, I said I was going to be putting Fremantle in the 8, and they finished outside of it, and this year I think I put them at 13th. And where are they? They're in the top four. So certainly not an exact science, but yeah, I'm thrilled that Stewart Dew uh, has that stability now. I don't think that that's going to impact his perseverance, his drive to be successful there. I don't think he's going to take a big exhale and go, okay, I got the extension. I can kind of take my foot off the, uh, the accelerator right now. I have a feeling he's just going to continue doing what he's doing, and that club is going to continue to improve, and once those players that they've not had there this year, you know, Ben King and, you know, and the other players that they've lost to, you know, season long injuries are back in the fold. Like I said, I think this is going to be a very entertaining club to watch. And overall, I do think that's good for the comp because the, the game has sunk so much cash into that organization for such a long period of time. Now, as I told you, I wasn't going to be doing a a full review episode because it just, uh, there wasn't enough time this week. I've spent most, uh, I mean, I only watched five of the games this weekend. I typically try to watch all nine of them. I only got to five of them this weekend because I spent much of that time, uh, as well as, uh, the first couple days of this week out working in my garden, in my, uh, in my yard. Now I have, uh, for living in the city, I have a, a yard that is about 14 meters wide and almost 90 meters deep. So I have a big yard. And I don't always get to doing the yard cleanup and the weeding and that sort of thing uh, early on. And uh, I played a little bit of catch up this week as far as that goes. So I've been, I've been digging up weeds and spraying, you know... Weed killer on different types of weeds and, and, uh, potting new plants. I mean, i I've, I now have, I think I bought probably 15 new like big pots to put on my patio and on the, the front steps of the, the entrance to my house. So I think I have now with the ones that, uh, I still had, uh, and again, these are plants that are annuals, ones that are only going to, they're supposed to last for just a single season. But what I did last year is that once it started to get cool, I took all of those annuals, those plants that are only supposed to, to you know, grow during the summer, then die off. I took all of them to my classroom. I think I took fourteen pots to my classroom and had them on a table at in the window. So they got sunshine, they got water, they got the the, the uh, plant food during the course of the, the winter time here, which gets rather cold. And I lost one pot. So I think thirteen of the fourteen pots survived. So this year, I've upped the game a little bit. Like I said, I think I have 40 pots right now. I have a couple uh, tropical plants that I have out in front of my house right now that will definitely have to come inside when it starts to get chilly. So I, I spent the last few days um, working on trying to get my yard and my garden back into shape. So that's that's kind of where I was with that. So I don't have a, a regular review episode. I do have an interview that we uh, that I did recently that I'm going to be uh, sharing with you in this episode, but then also we had the Fourth of July on Monday, and uh, well, f- for those of you that don't know, uh, you know here here in America, us Americans, as my history teacher in high school used to say, uh, used to you know we used to be part of the United States of America, as he would call it. We like our uh, our fireworks and our firecrackers and those types of things, uh, and. A lot of places you can go watch the community do the fireworks, but a lot of other people will go out and buy their own fireworks and, and detonate them and set them off. And it's, uh, it's rather loud, uh, and that started on the Sunday, the 3rd of July, because it was kind of not a, a, a work night, if you will, and uh, carried over into Friday night the 4th of July and into the 5th. Now I have a a 14 year old Wheaton Terrier who is absolutely terrified of loud noises. I mean, if she could figure out how to, to crawl under the carpeting, she would do that. So I spent most of Sunday night and Monday night when I could have been working on the podcast, you know, after I'd worked in the garden, snuggling with my dog the other dog doesn't seem; to, sh- he gets scared of, of fast movements in front of him, but the sounds don't usually bother him. So I snuggled with my dog to try to keep her calm. She had her little doggy tranquilizer that was, to, you know, designed to help lower her heart rate and, you know, and help to calm her down a little bit. Didn't really work. Uh, so she's 14, so she's kind of set in her ways. Uh, <laughs> so that's what I was doing. Uh, I will have my review episode for you for next week. I just did not get to it this week. I have a an interview that I'm hoping to do in the next few days. I have to reach out to this person. It's a previous guest who just finished up what looked to be a tremendous adventure. And I can't wait to talk to him. In fact, I know I have a message on Instagram that I need to get back to him about. But folks, remember, you can find everything related to the podcast over at my website at yankonthefooty.com. I hope you'll check it out. Uh, there are links at the top to all of my different socials, Instagram, Facebook, and uh, Twitter. Uh, I think LinkedIn is up there as well. You can leave me a voicemail there. You can uh, share your views on an issue. If you are somebody who has a great story, or if you know somebody who's a former player who would be a great guest, please reach out. That's how I was able to talk with Sean Smith recently. That's uh, um, I'm going to be sitting down with another... Um, veteran uh, player of, from the roos um mr cheatley i'm going to be talking with soon he worked in their front office in the uh for the roos back in the 1970s and i'm fascinated to see to, to learn how he, he uh he did things in the marketing department so i'm really excited about what's going to happen with that discussion which i'm hoping to do also uh very soon so if you have a great story or you know somebody who would be a great guest that you have contact or you know with, please, by all means, drop me a note, uh, send them a note as well. Uh, but also on my website, you can get signed up for the mailing list. So you can uh, you can go ahead and uh, get the new episodes sent out to you as soon as they get released. I've had a couple new people sign up over the last week, so they'll be getting this one as soon as it comes out. Now, folks, if you enjoy the show, I do hope you'll consider helping me out uh, with my Buy Me a Coffee page. It's that little yellow button in the bottom left-hand corner of my website. Uh, if you go to Buy Me a Coffee, you can also you know, find out uh, Yank on the Footy there as well. That money goes right back into the podcast to help you know pay for the different fees and such to have the podcast out there. Also, if you're interested in any podcast gear, you can check out my Redbubble page, which is up at the top as well. Now, in about 13 hours, I will be sitting down with Mick Aussie to uh, tip the, the games of round 17. Now, we're going to be doing that immediately after the Geelong and Melbourne game, and I hope I'm in a good mood. Let's just put it that way. Uh, I'll send him my tip on Twitter tonight, and he'll send me his tip for that game, so we'll have that one recorded even though we won't be talking about it until after the fact. Now, about 10 days ago, I sat down with a couple members uh, from a football club from South Australia, the Nangwari Saints Football Club. And I featured them as one of the clubs of the episode about a month ago. And uh, maybe it was about three weeks ago, I guess, but something like that. Because they had had a rather interesting um, event that took place. This was a club that uh, won a game. Now, I know that sounds... What's the big deal? They won a game. Well, they hadn't won a game since 2014. 104 games in a row they had lost. And I I heard a couple of the players uh, do a a short radio uh, interview. It was about a four-minute radio interview, and it was absolutely hilarious. And I wanted to tap into that. So I reached out to the club on their Facebook page, and I uh, I spoke with the team president, uh, Shane Plunges. Uh, wonderful gentleman. Uh, he helped set up um, a couple of his players, uh, Joel Vertinen and Jake McKeon, to come on the podcast to talk. We were all set to do that. That was going to be happening at, at like 7 o'clock in the morning, my time a week ago, Saturday. So it's been about 11 or 12 days since I recorded this. Well, getting ready to sit down for this discussion, and, uh, you yeah, as I learned more about this club, and it was, it's, a, it's only about a 15-20 minute interview, but it, it it's pretty interesting what has gone on with this club. Well, unfortunately, Jake was not able to make the uh, the discussion. Jake had injured his knee during the game that afternoon and was at the hospital. I had actually traded messages with him on Facebook messenger to see how he was doing while he was at the hospital. He didn't have any results on anything yet. So Jake was not able to be part of the, uh, the, the little interview. So this really upbeat, happy interview that I thought we were going to be doing turned a little bit more somber, but there were a lot of things that went on with this club as well that I thought were just really powerful. And I, uh, I'm glad to share it with you. I'm going to clean up the audio as best I can. Uh, again, you know, we're 16,500 kilometers apart. And, uh, you know, I will, I will make it as clean as I possibly can for you. But, you know, big thanks to, to Joel and to Shane for taking time out of their Saturday evening. They were actually having a big club function uh, at that time as well. So go ahead and sit back and relax and enjoy my... Uh, my discussion with Joel and with Shane, and we'll uh, we'll go ahead and get into the tips for round 17 then with episode 185. All right, ladies and gentlemen, my guests are members of a local footy club from South Australia, and last weekend they had one of their most monumental wins in recent club history. Well, it was their most recent win in club history, and we're going to get into that, but it's, uh, it's something that this was a very interesting story. And uh, I have the club president and one of the players from the Nangweri Saints with me. And if you haven't heard this story before, uh, I found out about it here in Ohio, 16,000 kilometers away. I would love to welcome Joel Vertinen and the club president, Shane Plunges to the podcast. Gentlemen, thanks for coming on this evening. Hey, Thanks. I appreciate it. You know, you uh, Shane thanks for putting this together I, I I reached out you know to the to the Facebook page the other day uh yeah I like to give a, a shout out to clubs you know at the start of each episode it's just like I said it's just a way for me to learn about the geography of, of footy at the local level around the country and uh and this was a really really neat story there but um for those, for those of us who are in the United States or for other people around the rest of Australia, where, where is Nangwari compared to, you know, in relationship to other places?
1: Yes. <clears throat> so Nangwari is uh, about 400 kilometers south of uh, Adelaide and 400 kilometers west of Melbourne. So basically equal distance from Adelaide and Melbourne, bottom of South Australia, near Mount Gambier.
0: Okay, okay. And it's uh, not a very big town. I looked at it on uh, Google Earth. It's not a terribly big place, is it?
1: Nah, pretty small. Four or five hundred people tops.
0: Four or five hundred. Okay, even smaller than I thought. Then okay. So, um, yeah, I reached out uh, because last week you had uh, something very unique happen. Um, the club had had a bit of a losing streak that was broken, yeah. and uh, and. It, I, I am not, I am not here to poke fun at it at all. That's not what, but because you, you continually, you know, pushed and battled to try to, to end this, but it, you know, do you wear that win now as kind of a badge of honor for having persevered through all of this?
1: Yeah, I think, I think so. A lot of the boys have been working pretty hard and, uh, you know trying to get that that win it, it is a, a monumental thing for that that group of boys
0: mm-hmm. because you know again for those of you who may not have seen the story it was a losing streak that was over 100 and ga- 100 games since 2014 uh and you know i may I don't know if either of you pay any attention to the NFL here in the United States, but I'm a Cleveland Browns fan. And for, you know, Joel, for your entire lifetime, the Browns have been God awful. Okay. They've been terrible. So, so I, I, you know, we had a a spot a couple of years ago where they, they won, I think two games out of 36 or 46 games. So I, 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 completely understand, you know, where you guys are coming from. So. How how close did you come in uh in some of the games? I mean, I, I I listened to a little bit of a radio broadcast and you got and uh you and uh Jake McKeon, who Jake was going to join us today, but Jake is indisposed right now. He's somewhere else. Um and Jake, I hope you're getting good news, sir. Uh I, I'll let you guys mention that if you choose to do so, but uh how close did you get to a win here in the last uh year or two
2: um probably the last the last two years they've obviously it was still we're still losing by you know over 100 points and then yeah this year it's been a lot better year we've had you know three or four games where we've only lost by a few goals okay and then yeah now now we, yeah finally got that win all
0: right so it's uh does it feel good to get that monkey off your back?
2: Oh, definitely. Yeah, no, definitely. You know, you're not really just not thinking about that anymore. You're just going out to play footy, knowing that yeah, we finally got that win, and yeah, just a lot more, all the pressure is just off the shoulders.
0: So, how long have you been, uh, Joel, part of this this club? Has this been a club that you are? Are you uh, are you born and raised in this community? So you've been part of this club forever.
2: Yeah, yeah, I've been here yeah, my whole life. My okay. family's pretty pretty heavily involved in this club, and so yeah, I played during yeah,
0: under 14s under 17s and then now seniors. Yeah. Okay, so when you were at your younger levels, did you have were you having a little bit more success than you than than the senior level had had? And it's just uh, just putting some things. Yeah, together we, yeah,
2: yeah. Fourteens and seventeens, we were winning a few games. Yeah, we weren't, definitely weren't losing as much. We've had a bit of success here,
0: but
2: yeah, the first
0: senior win yeah, last weekend. Okay. And with this being, you know, Shane, with this being such a, a small community, it, it almost seems like that that this club is kind of the hub in, in terms of, of what the whole community revolves around, that this kind of, this club kind of just, you know, is the thing that brings this community together.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. And uh, and that that's why we've been fighting to keep on going because you know it is it's not all about winning, although winning's pretty important. Mm-hmm. That it's a place where you know the community can meet and you know, mix in with each other. So it's important that we did keep the keep the dream going. Okay. So
0: are are all of the the athletes on your list, are they all from the community or have people come in? Because I know that in some of the other clubs that I've that I've talked about at it, it, like the, the senior levels, you know, people have come in from other areas to play on that club.
1: Yeah, no, we we get we rely on players from around around the community to come in and and, and help us out. Otherwise yeah, small clubs just can't haven't got people around anymore.
0: Okay yeah because yeah and I've heard that that's that that's an issue is that it's been a struggle for small clubs to to survive and that some of them have actually combined and joined forces with other clubs.
1: Yeah that's right.
0: Okay so you uh did did frustration ever set in Joel did you did you ever get to the point where you were just like Okay. I, I don't know this. Are we ever going to win one here? I'm, I'm just, you know, is it, is it too late for me to, you know, to take up, you know, a different activity or did you just, you know, just dig your heels in and say, damn it, we're going to, we're going to get a win here. We're going to put a couple wins together. Um, Yeah. The frustration definitely sets in when
2: you're out there playing and things aren't going your way, but yeah, you always have that positive mindset. that you know, you're going to win that game and yeah, that's what we'll start with this year. And, built on that over the last six or seven weeks, and yeah, it's paid off.
0: Okay. Now, did you guys have a game today?
2: Uh, yeah, we did. Yes, we played today.
0: And may I ask, uh, did we uh, do we have a winning streak? Uh, back to reality.
2: Today, we played the top team. Okay, uh, they won pretty comfortably, pretty comfortably today. They won yeah.
0: Okay, so the the other clubs that are in your league are they coming from much larger communities than yours um nah i think we're a pretty small town league.
2: okay it's, uh there's probably maybe might be one there may be one big town in row, but yeah
0: everyone else is yeah very very small okay okay Some so pool, as this streak was going on, and as you said, you you know, you saw you saw it happening as you were going up through the the juniors and the, the fourteen U's and that sort of thing. Did you uh, the, the 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 senior players that were there? Did they was there any kind of a uh, like a kind of a, like a fun ritual or superstition that they had that they tried to break the curse of, of the losing streak or anything like that? Was there anything that that was done kind of you know in you know, even from a humorous standpoint, to just try to lessen the tension of, of not having won a game?
2: Um, Yeah, there's been past players that have obviously come in and out of the club. And obviously, yeah, the people that we've brought in the last couple of years all wanted to, yeah, that same thing is that's to get that win. And that's what's really uh made us get it, I reckon. Everyone's on board and there are no passengers.
0: Okay, okay. So it's... I would I would imagine that you have to be a very close-knit group because you're 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 going through some really tough times. It's it's easy to, you know, I think it's easy, you know, to to be a club that's being very successful and yeah, oh yeah, we're gonna get along great. But but if you're if you're scuffling, if you're having a difficult time, you have to be willing to work together to to try to overcome that. So it, getting that that next that that first win was a really good uh was a good step there for you. So uh, let me ask you this question. A- 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 and after the game last week, um, did you have to pass out the lyric sheet for the song? <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, uh, we did have it. We had it written out in one of my print chats. So people, people <laughs> were, um, were trying to remember it. But yeah, we did a good job. I think we did all right
0: okay okay did you get that did you get that on film so it's uh so you can you have it and you're able to say okay see see we did all say we did all say this okay and plenty of videos okay so you uh you had a a rather sad thing happened to the club a couple of years ago but you have you've, you've risen from that and uh the the facilities for your club were destroyed in a in a fire, and from what I read online, that it was an actually an arson fire. Um, did did they ever catch the person that did this?
1: No, uh, unfortunately not. But uh, yeah, so we haven't had a, a home base basically for nearly three years. So up and running. So.
0: It's been but this is this has to again been something that that brought this community to even further or closer together you know even though you yeah, had, think so. yeah even though you yeah, had this
1: down, down with
0: yeah even though you had this this focal point, this place that you could gather and and I and I did see in the article that a lot you know, the memorabilia from the club was lost and that's and that's terribly sad. I, I'm sorry that that happened. Um but uh now that the new facility is is up and running, is it uh is it is it better than ever? I mean are you are you happy with what you have in place now?
1: Yeah, no, definitely. Um, yeah, much better, a lot more modern, and um, more functional. So yeah, we've got a show on tonight. So people are just starting to rock up now to get the noise out there okay because you know
0: because I have to admit you know Joel is the best dressed guest I have ever had on the yeah, podcast there I've yeah, never
2: yeah
0: say that one more time you're the okay well i'm I'm sitting here in shorts with no socks on right now so I'm when we wrap up here i'm'm I'm, I have to head over to my mom's house and help her move some furniture around so i'm uh I'm dread I'm dreading that a little bit so um, Joel, who, who do you support in the AFL? Which, what's your, what's your club?
2: Uh, Port Adelaide. Okay. Australian team.
0: Okay. righty So, and who do you, who do you look to as your, uh, your, uh, your, the player that you are the, uh, most fond of on that club?
2: Um, I'd like to, you know, a bit of like, uh, Dan Houston. We play, oh, I like to play over back pre attacking free. Okay. A little bit in the midfield. But yeah. If I was okay. to compare, yeah, a
0: little bit around Dan Houston. So so do you do you play in defense with the Saints? Uh, yeah,
2: I have played a little bit in defense, half back. Okay. And also a little bit in the midfield. So yeah. okay.
0: All right. So um you know it's uh it is a um it's a great story that, that the club got the win you know i'm i'm thrilled that that uh that that has happened for you and uh you've got what another six or eight games before this year wraps up for you okay so hopefully you're able to uh to, to notch another win or two this year at least and uh and have some positive steps going into uh into next year now Joel, uh, how long will you continue to play on the senior side or what's your, what's your next step with regards to footy or your education that type of thing?
2: Uh, well I'm car- I've currently got an apprenticeship down here at home so I'll be yeah around home for the next couple of years still and then yeah after that I haven't really looked too far ahead but yeah it would be good to go to that next step play at a higher level. so that would definitely yeah something I'll be thinking about.
0: Okay, what what's your apprenticeship in, if I may ask? Uh, Plumbing. Okay, that's that's a great field. I mean, there's a something that that you know here in the United States, we, we tend to not do a real good job at encouraging people to to learn trades. You know, I, I've been a school teacher for 28 years, and and a lot of what happens here is, oh, you have to go to a four year university, you have to go to college, that sort of thing, and we've become a society that doesn't know how to fix things. I, I don't know if that's, if that's the case in, uh, in Australia, but you know, it certainly is here, unfortunately.
1: So it has been a bit similar here, but I'm trying to change it a bit. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I, I'm, yeah, I, I, I teach high school. So I mean, I, I've, it's not my place to, to, to tell a student what they need to do, but I, I do tell them that, you know, that they should, you weigh all of their options and explore everything. You know, have discussions with your yeah. parents. Of course, they're you know they're the ultimate people who should be talking with you about this sort of thing. But you know, give yourself you know a fair shake at uh, at what your what your future could behold. Uh, so, how did the the supporters that the game that you won last week was that at a, was that a home game?
1: Yeah, it was
0: okay. And how did the, how did the, the community react? Because I, I guess, you know, with it being that size of a community, as you said, it's kind of the, the hub of the community. Were they, were they over the moon?
1: Yeah, no, they were pretty ecstatic. There was some, uh, everyone raced out on the field and lots of tears and hugs and carry on.
0: Okay, okay. Probably a few fewer people than uh, when Buddy kicked his thousandth goal, though, right? Yeah, just a few. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, uh, gentlemen, this has been uh, a lot of fun. I, I'm, I'm glad that you got the win. I, I, I love being able to share the story. Um, where can uh, people who listen to the podcast follow your club? I know I found you on Facebook, but I wasn't sure if you were on any other social media at all.
1: Uh, basically, fa- fa- Facebook. Okay. Yeah
0: okay and i I will put the link for the club in the show notes if you want to give them a follow um and this was uh this was a fun chat i do appreciate you taking time out of your evening i uh joel i do hope that you uh win the best dressed award and uh jake jake when you do listen to this young man i hope everything goes well for you sir and uh and have a great evening gentlemen my my guests have been uh Shane Plunges and Joel Vert- Vertinen from the uh from the uh, Saints and uh gentlemen thanks for coming on today.
2: Cheers, Thank you. Thank you. Enjoy your night.
0: You bet. Bye. We'll
2: Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye. Yeah. All right, and a big thanks to Joel and Shane for taking time out of their Saturdays uh Jake, I hope you're doing all right. Sorry, I hope you got good news. I will reach out to you and uh Check in to see how things are going with you. Now, folks, don't forget that you can reach me at, by email to at gmail.com, as well as on Twitter at yank underscore on, or on Facebook. Just look for a uh, Yank on the Footy podcast and a Yank on the Footy on Instagram. Now, many of you have signed up on the mailing list. I do appreciate that over on my website, a yankonthefooty.com. I... Humbly ask you to consider sharing this episode or your favorite episode with your footy-loving friends or family. It's a huge help. If you enjoy the show over on my website, you can also leave a review over there. There's a review button on there. It'll take you out to Apple uh, Podcasts, or you can leave a review right there on the website. And it's, it's a great way to help get a little bit more attention to the show. Because, you, know, uh, you know, it's it's a one-man operation here. Uh, Folks, again, I want to thank you for all of the kind words. Uh, We love our clubs. It's getting to be crunch time. The men's comp is is heating up. The women's comp is gearing up for a a big 2022. I'm looking forward to that as well. And again, I do hope you'll consider sharing a link with the show uh, with your, your friends and family. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, may your dribble kick never hit the post. I will catch you later. This has been episode 184 of A Yank on the Footy. Don't forget that you can reach me at yank underscore on Twitter or to yankonthefooty at gmail.com, and you can find me on Instagram, search for Yank on the Footy, or on Facebook at A Yank on the Footy Podcast. I hope you'll head over to the website at yankonthefooty.com and get subscribed and give it a share, tell your friends about it, and until next time, ladies and gentlemen, this is Craig Wessels, and goodbye. Now, one last thing before I wrap up. The furniture-moving gig that I mentioned earlier in the episode was actually very easy was a piece of cake love you mom